Welcome to the PSA CPSU New South Wales podcast. This is Jim Minns, Communications Officer. On the podcast this week... Unfortunately, our entire tertiary education sector has been encouraged to commercialise and has been encouraged to subsidise inadequate federal government funding through getting international students. And that market is gone. It is dying. It was 9% of our total exports, 40% of our service exports. It is dying. And it's difficult to see a path back for it while ever, while ever there isn't a vaccine for COVID-19. As the news has finally revealed that universities will shed hundreds of jobs in the wake of COVID-19, we investigate just why the government hasn't stepped in to support workers in this industry. This week, we speak to CPSU New South Wales Assistant General Secretary Troy Wright and Shelley Odewan, President of the Higher Education Representative Council, to discover why the government did not intervene to save the jobs in the university sector and just what are some measures that could be made to mitigate the damage that may occur in this Australia's third largest export. Troy, we'll begin with you. What was the reaction from the union at the news this week of the hundreds of job cuts that were announced? Oh, disappointing, but absolutely foreseeable. It has been flagged for a while. Um, we've got to recognise this isn't a response by the university. I don't think they take lightly, not that we're excusing it, but uh, this is a reaction and a response to a crisis that's right across the sector, not just in New South Wales and across Australia, and really... It's a result of a policy failure by both federal and state governments. Okay, Shelley, what's your reaction and what could the government do better in this circumstance? Our reaction is that it's so incredibly disheartening that our federal government could abandon the higher education sector so readily. Uh, We have worked tirelessly to advocate to local uh, and state and federal MPs for support to save our sector and to save our jobs and unfortunately we just we simply haven't been able to secure their support. What our sector needs right now is some intervention from state government in terms of uh, securing um, opportunity for international students to return so that we can counter the impacts of the downturn in in student enrolment and increase our funding caps. The federal government needs to absolutely reverse the decision to cap our funding for domestic students at 2017 levels, which has effectively crippled our universities. As Shelley said, there's a couple of levels of government that we have been advocating with and have been arguing with or or representing our members with. as Shelley said, the federal government should be looking at their funding levels for the sector generally. Instead, they've implemented or introduced legislation this month that will actually restrict funding levels to universities at a time when they need them the most. Um, they've also failed to, for some bizarre reason, extend the JobKeeper program to universities. That would have saved a lot of these jobs, and it's an ideological decision to do that seemingly. We made a presentation at State Parliament in an inquiry last week and pointed out you know, there's a company, a private sector company that has traditionally been charged with uh, recruitment and advertising and promotion of Australia as an education destination overseas. And it takes a fee, obviously, to do that and facilitates their attendance. That company, that private sector company is receiving JobKeeper for its employees. Yet the universities that are having to cut jobs right now and actually are experiencing a worse loss than that company aren't. 
And so that's something really, really obvious the federal government should have done a long time ago and should still do. Uh, this crisis in international student numbers is going to continue for not just months, but for years, and it's going to leave the sector in dire, dire straits. In respect to the state government, uh, you know, tertiary education has always been a responsibility traditionally of the federal government, but that's not saying the state government shouldn't play a role. One measure they should be doing, and they need to do it now, is attain and, and, and create a secure corridor for international students to attend. So that involves organising or assisting organising with flights, organising quarantine arrangements here, perhaps in the student accommodation, but we've got to get the students back. The numbers are plummeting. And if the New South Wales government doesn't do it, our state will be left behind. We've already seen the ACT government's been trying to do it. We've already seen the South Australian government's been trying to do it. Unfortunately, the states are going to be pitting against each other in competition for international students now. And the Berejiklian government needs to step up to the plate. The other thing we argue that they need to do as, as part of as a state government is use Destinations New South Wales, which is a state government agency, among other issues, or uh, among other responsibilities, charged with promoting New South Wales as a tourist destination. They need to click into gear and start promoting New South Wales as an education destination. Higher education is our third largest export. It's our largest service export. It's 40% of our Australia's service exports. It's simply as an industry too big to, to, too big to risk failing. And without heavy intervention right now from both federal and state governments, not only will the sector fail, we'll continue to see job cuts on the scale we've just seen at University of New South Wales. And finally, Troy, as the sector is Australia's third largest export, um, and it should have a focus to recover to pre-COVID levels in the years to come, hopefully, but surely that, that therefore means that there is an influence on local students to attend and keep these campuses up and running in that regard. Yes, there is, there is. And, uh, you know, I think what, what, what our delegates are reporting from the sector is there's been a massive surge of domestic enrolments. You know, school leavers this year more than ever don't really have the options. They can't go overseas on a, you know, gap year holiday. They can't really go and explore some sort of temporary employment and earn a bit of money because the employment market's a mess. Kids leaving school and even kids that left school in the last couple of years that were thinking about study want to study now. Unfortunately, our entire tertiary education sector has been encouraged to commercialise and has been encouraged to subsidise inadequate federal government funding through getting international students. And that market is gone. It is dying. It was 9% of our total exports, 40% of our service exports. It is dying. And it's difficult to see a path back for it while ever, while ever there isn't a vaccine for COVID-19. So, you know, to expect it to stand on its own feet in these circumstances, it's just, you know, implausible. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week. Oh, oh, oh.